know who it is, boy. Shit. Yes, sir. We in it, nigga. We in it, bit. What up, back nigga? To another episode of Off the Cuff. OTC, baby. If this is your first time here, welcome, nigga. Welcome. How you doing, bitches? Hey, this is gonna be a dope ass episode. Hey, fire. Well, I mean, every episode is a dope ass episode. You got this right episode more so dope by just by comparison. By comparison, and then just by 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 namesake. Nigga, do you know who we got in this bitch? First off, they probably don't know me. Damn, <laughs> y'all, y'all niggas. Well, know if they don't know you, they' about to know you. Yeah, y'all niggas, don't, bro. Because I don't think these niggas know me. These niggas, yeah. Bro. But they be listening. They be paying attention. Everybody, I don't, I don't care where you at right now. Put your motherfucking hands together. Put your goddamn hands. Start clapping now, nigga. Put put your hands together now. Start clapping now, nigga. Clap now, nigga. For one of the most dynamic duos. In the North Carolina rap scene. Nigga. They like. I'm talking about my man Slade. They like Pippin and Jordan. My man Jay. But together you might know them better as dope music, man. Dope music, man. What's up? The world's greatest. Talk to Talk y'all shit, nigga. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Talk y'all shit real quick. Go ahead. Let niggas know. Talk y'all shit. We got here from the 2 5, you know what I'm saying? Specifically, Kenston, North Carolina. Okay. Y'all know what that's Kenston. Y'all hear the Shit, boy. You know, hey, look, my mom sick and tired of y'all whack ass rappers, man. My oh, <laughs> oh, we coming off, her, we coming off the dome like that. Tired of you, whack. I just went to his talk to him, nigga. Went to his dad gonna open mic, man. We ain't gonna say no names. We ain't gonna say no. No, names. no, but fuck I'm him. Sick. Okay. <laughs> so, come on. Of so you trash, trash rappers. I'm so sick and tired. Every song, bro. If you if you go to an open mic and every single song is the same freaking song about the same freaking thing. Over and over, same BPM. Say, say, same BPM. Oh my God! Same, Look, same. man, I'm, I'm, I'm angry. I'm mad. My man said he mad because the nigga saved the best for last, and then the last didn't get to go. I'm, 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 I'm upset, man. Oh shit! So, 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 what y'all think about these rappers these days? Well, first off, Mark, what's what's the famous question on this podcast? What is the most famous question? We've Are had? you niggas even hip hop? Are you niggas even hip hop, nigga? We've been asking this shit for the longest, and I Y'all just want to know. Even with the shits? Are you niggas even hip hop? Y'all niggas even with the shits? Because I know our guest is hip hop. You know what's funny is <coughs> this actually goes to one of the questions I had. Talk to him, Dave. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna skip around. Yeah. So, you know, as you guys probably know, like the music industry, you know, what I'm saying like the way, like the surface of it, uh-huh. the way it operates, the whole formatting of it is changing rapidly. Of like, course. Internet, how do y'all feel about this whole where uh, a record label deal? Isn't a, a make or break for an artist now? How DSPs and things of that I think nature. That's better. Speak to the mic. I think that's way better. I that's way that. better. It's putting the power like more so on the artist to create their their brand. Um, but because of that, it's a lot more artists trying to make music now. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of it's like it's more cluttered, but it's more direct. I saw something today saying that uh, Spotify is going <coughs> to let independent artists upload music directly to their platform. Oh what, yeah, what, I just saw that what, shit as we got on as yeah, we got on air without without a distributor. So basically, you can just buy like SoundCloud. You can go to it, upload your music. So it's like mm-hmm. it's getting direct to that point. So I think it's better. Right. I know. Uh, matter of fact, one thing that me and some uh, some comedians were talking about the other day was uh, <coughs> now like so we I think we can all agree that now it's like we're in a social environment where content is king. Like you know. Yeah. Where do you guys stand on the, the debate on quantity versus quality as far as content? Because I feel like you can use either one to your advantage 
know what I'm saying? I feel like there, there's ways to make either one work, but what is your personal philosophy <coughs> with quality over quality? For me, like it's definitely like a lot of a lot of artists. Uh, let's, let's, let's just keep it out, man. A lot of these trash ass niggas, man. Go ahead, call they, me. Out. They 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 just keep pushing records. Records over and over again, records after records after records after records, searching for a hit. But what's gonna happen when you get that hit is niggas gonna be like, okay, you got a hit, now I need another one. And it has to be has to be immediate because that hit's only gonna last about three months at most. You got to pump it up, but what's next? <laughs> hey man, don't talk about Joe like that, man. Joe actually puts out good albums. Oh no, 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 no. I'm not saying Joe, I'm just saying, you know. Niggas pump it up was the Pump It Up was the biggest hit of his career. Uh, Nigga had a hit. Yeah, that was a hit. That was a hit. That was Movies. a hit. Movies, yeah. TV. Video games, nigga. Yeah, man. But look but look at him now. My man's is now one of the yeah, best. He, like, he flipped it. He flipped it. He, he stopped rapping. He was one of the best rappers. Yeah, he did. would touch yeah. a mic. He content for days. Speaking of that, man, how, who y'all got in that Eminem versus Joe, if it ever happened? I got Joe. Eminem, Eminem is a, the best technical rapper to ever touch a mic. Nah, Eminem is the best word rhymer, man. That nigga just rhyme words. He the best technical rapper ever. But if it come to content, Joe Budden will light his ass up. Hey, I feel like Eminem would just say some like over the top shit about the, Joe Budden. Did you see the video? It was like, mm, I got a napkin. I took a napkin. <laughs> 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 no fucking Chris, uh, Chris the Weird, bro. Yeah, Yo, that shit was funny. <laughs> But man, it's just like, just like it's like you can keep pushing records, or you can actually work mm-hmm. on a body of work. Like we we're not we're not single uh, rappers. Like we don't we don't just put out single after single after single. Y'all so do like art like album conceptions and yeah, shit like, like that. Yeah. Conceptualize we'll, we'll albums. We put out maybe like one or two different singles a year, and then we'll put out uh, our album, and it's mm-hmm. like it's like a full story. Or it's like it's something that flows together, and, and it's something that people sit down and listen to and sit with for a long period of time. Like, our album maybe dropped like six months ago, maybe like six seven months ago, and, and niggas to this day are posting that shit out of nowhere. Like, oh, this man, y'all niggas better get on this, and and people live with that body of work for a period of time instead of just hearing this one single. And then it's like after you listen to it a hundred times, okay, I want something new now. Yeah, we don't live with music like we used to. Yeah. I used to love living with, like, albums. You can live with an album nowadays. But some of these albums, like, some of these mainstream albums, you can't live with them hoes no more. Like, they good, but they not. I bet. Y'all heard heard Boz's album? Look Your Way? Yeah. I fuck with that. Stuff like, a lot of the better albums I've been hearing aren't the mainstream joints. Oh, no. Those are the the ones, like, the the person that signs to this person or something niggas is low key even niggas like around NC there are a couple niggas like their projects is really dope so it's just like like he was saying the project aspect is what is what keep you but it's like at the same time people that are putting out all these singles it kind of make it cluttered to the point where you tell people that you do music they like they'll they'll crop you in they'll push you in with the people that just do singles and shit yeah like the trash niggas that's the part that sucks cause you gotta try to separate yourself and I just, I just want to let it be known that Goosby can't handle his weed. This, this nigga took one puff and started <coughs> all over the damn bike. He just a little dehydrated, man. Let my man get some water. Let my man get some water. Don't, don't try to do him like that on the show. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't the biggest fan of Boz's newest album, but 
I understand like what Jay said when he, he got was some, like, it's he like got some, some bangers on there. Yeah, he got he got a couple he got a couple. That Boca Raton joint. Oh yeah, man. With Fur. Hey, I'm gonna I'm just go ahead and say this. You see how he, he dropped the single? Like he dropped like three singles before that. That yeah. was just wasn't even on the album. Yeah. And then he dropped that single and then he put it he put out his album. Yeah. Let it live for maybe like a month or two and then he put out the album because he knew. All right, well now I got people's attention. I feel it. Yeah. I'm gonna be real with y'all though. Of all the niggas in ASAP, I'd only I I really would only listen to Ferg. I don't listen. Like I'd go back to Ferg. Ferg alone. You got. I rocks with him, but I don't know. I just ain't never. But yeah. You ain't never fuck with ASAP like that. Nah, bro. Tell the truth, nigga. Nah, like that nigga used to like Fashion Killer, man. That's one song. But like you said, when you were talking about uh, <laughs> uh, like North Carolina dudes putting out good projects, like, uh, you know, like, you know, at first, like, you know, especially like when I started doing comedy, that was when I started, you know, meeting more like North Carolina artists in general. Right. But yeah, I have noticed that it is a lot of North Carolina niggas like putting out really good, like, albums. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, my man Antoine, he was putting out good work. I still listen to that bitch. But uh, I, just, I just met um, uh, Miko X and Malcolm Chester and all them, the social contract. Yeah, the niggas from, uh, from uh, different Fayetteville, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard them. Yeah, yeah I, just, like, I just met them and I, listened, I was listening to, like, uh, you know what I'm saying, their work. And I was like, yo, like, y'all can put, like, I feel like uh, one thing, it doesn't not necessarily frustrates me, but I'm like, I feel like a lot of people, uh, Kind of still count North Carolina out, despite like when we got like North Carolina artists that be moving. Right. Yeah. You know, we be moving to these to these major uh, major cities, making waves. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, but it's still like, uh, no one no one is taking the time to look at North Carolina and see who's still over here, see, see what's over here we're, uh, developing. Y'all nice though. You know what I'm saying? As like as a state, y'all got some of the nicest rappers I've heard. Oh, you're not from North Carolina. I'm from, from Atlanta. Oh, so okay. I know, like right now, I know that Atlanta runs hip hop, yeah, because of the sound that we provide. And every time we switch the style, it's as like hip hop switches with us. Yeah. So, but even also think how like uh, like you know, no one was really, well, no one was really looking at the South in general. Yeah. But you know, I guess Georgia in specific. But yeah. then you know, like outcasting, like the Dungeon Family started yeah. popping. It, it just but got, then it was like it got people started there. looking over there though. Yeah. yeah. With like Ti, Ludacris, all them niggas that who you probably wouldn't have known outside of Atlanta, especially Gucci Man. You would have never Atlanta learned who Gucci Man was. Y'all niggas tend to stick together. We do. Okay. Atlanta, Atlanta niggas, Atlanta niggas split up by side. Like you got your niggas from the SWAT, and then you got niggas from Bankhead. Oh yeah. And and, and different sides. I mean, we so do the, switch up by so that. To say them niggas stick together is kind of it's kind of reach. But we stick together within our squad, though. Within that circle, they sure. still stick together. I stick together within my squad, man. I just, I just think Atlanta has a lot more resources than than us, because you know, like Atlanta became yeah. like a gold mine for black people, period. And it's 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 not that type of way in in North Carolina. You know, you got you got Charlotte, yeah, Charlotte's really the only and Raleigh and Greensboro, keep pretty it much. Stacked though. So, so, but let, let me keep it a stack with you. Atlanta's just Atlanta. The rest of Georgia's trash. No, nigga, I come from Savannah, man. I grew up in Savannah. Oh no, no, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me stop. <laughs> Niggas in Savannah run in Georgia right let, now. Let me, let me, let me stop. Because actually, yeah, my family come from Savannah. Yeah. 
And so I can't really dis I can't disrespect Savannah, but I'm saying there's only two cities in in Georgia that really be working, and that's Atlanta and Savannah. That's the right? that's going. Yeah, yeah. Am I am I right? Yeah. So the rest of the state is just a huge shit show. God North man. Carolina, on the other hand, you got a lot of you got Fayetteville, you got Charlotte, you got Raleigh, you got all these niggas from. You got here, you got Greensboro, nigga. You got all these different places throughout the state making something. It's hard to pick a city that might blow up in North Carolina and make niggas stick together. It's like y'all kind of want to build around Charlotte, but y'all really not. Y'all not doing it. A lot of a lot of niggas in Charlotte uh, reject everybody else too, though. Like if you if you don't yeah, come from that. Charlotte, like a lot of niggas, like man, you ain't you ain't you ain't really from the fold, like. Go back to where you came from. A lot of niggas in Charlotte reject niggas. Some niggas embrace you, like just because you make music. But it's 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 really no coalition around here that's not just pushing each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because even in the uh, in the comedy scene, it's kind of like the the stigma is that you know Charlotte like Charlotte comics they kind of click in with themselves because it would be like you don't really see Charlotte comics coming out to Greensboro or coming out to Raleigh. Like I've never really seen a lot of like niggas from Charlotte, really in, in any art form within the state coming from Charlotte, yeah. you know, to do something at the artist block. Yeah. Or do something wherever. Yeah. And if you wanna be honest, man, Charlotte ain't that far from Atlanta, so so why would they go to to Raleigh, which is seen as a lesser city than Charlotte, which a lot of people don't understand. You gotta tour a lot of different places, man. You gotta hit major different markets. Yeah, in your state to take over your state, but they'll, they'll rather go to Atlanta, which is like three hours away, than to go to Raleigh, which is just about the same amount away. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like it's like sometimes they they just don't see. I feel like a lot of artists, not even just niggas from Charlotte, I feel like a lot of artists just don't see that it, it takes more than just going to Atlanta and looking for a deal. It takes more than just finding that one hit song and 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 blowing up like niggas don't understand there's a lot of underlying work to shit that you got to do to get in this game and it's not it's not just no uh one and done or it ain't no it ain't no quick path it ain't no rules of this shit it ain't rules to none of this shit one day you can be scrubbing the floor and fucking Popeyes and the next you can you can be on TV looking down at everybody then the next day you could be broke again it ain't, it ain't no blueprint and none of this shit that we doing. And even in your comedic shit, like, nobody has a set plan of success. Yeah, you got, true. like, jobs like uh, being a lawyer or a doctor. It's clear you got to go to school for four years, go to school for three years, go to school for however long it takes you to get your doctorate, and then you go off and try to find a job. And technically, you already got the title of a doctor and after you pass your tests and shit. Technically, you already got the title as a doctor. All you got to do is find a job. It's 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 not that simple though, in in the entertainment industry as a whole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's also uh, one thing. One thing uh, when I first started doing stand up, I was going to the artist block like uh, like a whole lot. And I know uh, one thing that we were kind of preaching to ourselves was like. Not necessarily like like to stop thinking of ourselves as local this, local that. Yeah. Cause it's like if you if you create something, you are artist no matter where you live. Right. You know what I mean? You still have a view of the world. Mm-hmm. 
so saying local is kind of like I, not that it's like degrading like it is just like describing it but it's like you it can be like kind of felt as like you boxing yourself local yeah. is less than yeah you know what I mean so like like it can be one thing of just saying like oh like nah I don't travel a whole lot or it can be like but you also like, you ever had like a nigga come up like oh like so like do you like like are you like a rapper or are you just like a local yeah like you just you, you just local bro yeah that's right you know what i mean and it's kind of like they like they kind of make it seem like it's it's bad to to work in your area to yeah. work your craft in your area and i was just like shit nigga it, it's nothing wrong with me wanting to stay here for for an extra year or two or whatever yeah just yeah. to work on the craft yeah and like when you when you look at the large markets like Atlanta is so overpopulated. So overpopulated. Yeah. Nigga, it's LA, saturated with everything. Yeah. And I can't go home. It's, like there's <laughs> plenty of niggas, man. And the traffic in Atlanta is the Fucking, most terrible shit I've ever seen in my life. Bro, Atlanta looking like a small China, nigga. The way <laughs> the way the airport moves, nigga. Oh, we have the busiest airport in the world. Yeah, man. And yeah. Then, I mean Atlanta has a lot of connected flights too. Yeah, sir. Yeah. We are the hub for Delta. Legit. Yeah. I had started at this past like two weeks ago. Yeah. Bro, we are a Delta hub. So you, if you want to come from like Cali, and you trying to go to China, you got to stop in Atlanta before you get there. Yeah, yeah. And then LA's overcrowded. NY's been overcrowded since God knows how long. Chicago's overcrowded. All these markets are overcrowded. So it would be easier easier for you to take over. The place that you have to take over your city, then move on to to the next available city, take over that, then move to the next city, take over that, surround your area, eventually take over your state. Shout out to my nigga that just came in looking like a crip. Yes, How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I just came from a little theme party. I see you, bro. Oh, pajamas and shit. Take over, bedtime crib. It'd be easier for you to take over your area than take over your district and take over your state for you to go to Atlanta and try to take over Atlanta. Yeah. Especially being an outside nigga. Especially right. not having come. a fan base already well, there. Yeah. Some niggas have done it, but you're yeah. not going to be able yeah. to like pull it off. Because like Ludacris came from Miami to Atlanta, took over. T.I. Well, not T.I. Uh, Cat Williams came from Ohio, came to Atlanta, took over. Bow Wow, Ohio, Atlanta. Took over. But you gotta realize them niggas was young too. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. No, I'm saying that's the that's what it like. Some people can do it, yeah. but it's hard for it's everybody bad. else to do yeah. it. Shit, not easy. Yeah, that shit. That you got to be really talented to do that shit. And it's like it's so many creators that that leave their home, their their support system to go into <clears throat> the belly of the beast, or in L.A. or New York. It's like, come on. You're not gonna get this notice there. Of course, there'll be more opportunities there, but it's also a shitload more niggas trying to take that. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of niggas don't know. Like they shoot films up the street from my school in the hood. Whenever they have like weird films, the uh, film festival or actors, black actors, black theater uh, festival is in Winston Salem. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's an actor that's black comes down here. Uh, freaking. Greensboro gets all the concerts that that come around pretty much, except for maybe like Beyonce, because she only hit major markets. Oh no, she had a green, she had Greensboro this year. Oh, she had Greensboro, so, mm-hmm. so yeah, she did. Oh, we she get every we get every artist. It's not like you can't just do the work, and it'd be easy for you to get the Drake 
in Greensboro than it is for you to get to Drake in L.A. Because that nigga yes, in L.A. gonna have, have shit loads of security. He about to show out in L.A. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. He gonna be rolling around with the with the black truck surrounding the car because he ain't trying to go out like Tupac. He gonna have like four. He gonna have like four five special guests. He about to bring back. He about to bring out all the niggas that he want to work with. Yeah, like I know usually for uh, comedy, if you're gonna stay in your, like if you're looking to kind of stay in like in your state for a little bit longer. Yeah. Usually it's just kind of like uh, somebody somebody who's from your area who's like uh, touring or whatever or does the road. They wait. They watch you grow, and when they when they think that you have like you know enough experience or whatever, they're like, yo. Come, come open up for me. Come do yeah. 20. And comedy, comedy is a really, it's like that community is more uh, warming than rap. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. and it's, it's why, honestly, why, why do you think that is? Do you think it's like, uh, like because of like, I guess as a rapper, you're supposed to have that persona? Uh, or do you I, think it's more just? I think it's less that than it's too many fucking niggas rapping. It's too many niggas so we became yeah. biased about that shit. Huh? So we a little biased about hip hop now because too many niggas rap. Too many niggas rap. You know what I'm saying like rappers don't want to like create a community in which you can reach them so easily when it's mm-hmm. ten thousands of niggas rapping. You know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. nigga in in this freaking apartment complex that you in right now, bro. It's probably 10, 15 rappers. Yeah, that's probably true. Fairly, they're fairly decent ones, I believe. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know who they are. Bro. But I said I'm pretty fairly sure. decent. I said like an average, fairly but decent no, average. But I'm, I'm pretty they sure it's just phone. niggas. It's just niggas that got a MacBook for Christmas, got an interface, and got a microphone and some headphones, and stealing beats off of YouTube. Yeah. And and anybody can do that. And it became so easy now that niggas is pretty much taking our culture. You realize rap is the biggest thing in the world. It's because everybody can do it. Rock was the biggest thing in the world when you can go to the store and buy guitars and create a band in your garage. And then rap became the biggest thing when GarageBand was placed on your computer. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a complex, it's like, it's like, it's complicated for you to have a, a community in which people can reach you and, and people can speak to you in a way if if everybody's trying to speak with you. If, mm-hmm. if, if everybody's not trying to speak with you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Like comedians, like, like, to stand on the stage and actually kill some shit for thirty minutes is a hard task to do. And with anxiety being like the world's biggest disease today, or the biggest ailment when people, or the biggest disorder that people have, a lot of people not gonna do that. But anybody can sit behind a computer and, and make a song about whatever they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. It don't even have to make sense if you got the clout. It's, it's gonna be pushed. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 this it's this complex that one is overpopulated, and then the other one is like, okay, only niggas that have a, a solid foundation can really do this, or niggas that study can do this, or niggas that have like this this skill or talent can do this, and another is like, all you gotta have is the equipment. If you got the money to buy the equipment, you can. Like, niggas don't even sing no more. Niggas use auto-sing. Yeah, that's one thing that I find interesting now. Yeah. It's kind of how... I'm a singing ass nigga, though. I'm a singing ass nigga. Let me hear some balls, man. Oh, no, hold on. I'll chill out. No, no, no. Yeah, man, we on the podcast. Oh, no, no. 
Nah, we on the podcast, bro. Like, I'm trying to I'm figure out. Saying, you like, got to come off the cuff, man. Oh, off the cuff. This nigga said. Ooh, Jesus. This nigga, this nigga used the name. Ooh, God. Ooh, Jesus. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let me get a little bit of amazing nah, grace. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. You know how the grandma said the grace. Right, when she, she get low on that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> how sweet. Oh, This nigga smooth directing, directing the you choir of the podcast, bro. That's dope, man. Raise up the Sopranos just a little bit. <laughs> I do that shit. No, my mom, my mom will call me, and she'd be like, "What song?" Be going through parts and shit. <laughs> She's like, "What song do you think the kid should be singing?" And I'd be like, "Mom, do this song. Tell the tell the musician to play it like like G, and like yeah. just keep it real, like." Just keep it low, cause they're kids. I don't want them out. I don't want him out. Them out here, yeah. hurting themselves, yeah. trying to not sing. And so and my mom be like, okay, so this is what they sound like. Tell me what you hear. What these be different? And I'm trying to do this shit over the phone. Like I can't. There's no way that you can hear, like people singing correctly over the phone, the way like we still have this interface set up. Yeah. So it's harder for me to do it. Like over the phone, but when I'm home, oh, I be having them little niggas right. Oh yeah, you gotta have them right, man. I, I be niggas. boy, they come to church tearing up the old ladies. This, the old is, this nigga said tearing them up. But the old ladies be over there in in the chairs about to pass out. <laughs> I be I be ready. I get home, I be like, ooh, it's so, time. So your so kids you can sing. They can sing. Bro, my kids can't sing. Oh, I got this church in Lagrange. Anyway, <laughs> uh, man, yeah, nah, they can't say it. I did. Uh, I said, I, said my church in Lagrange. I did, and they gonna know who they are too. Lagrange is a city with two stoplights, and it's about four churches. They, <laughs> <laughs> they six churches, but anyway, Ooh, nah, Jesus. But yeah, but nah, they can't. Like they, they, I got you. Got to pick and choose what songs, bro. Like you can't. And then my 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 choir director, she be like pulling like the hardest yeah. song possible. But see. As a as a youth choir director, you gotta understand. There's like, there's some things you have to do, cause kids don't want to show out unless they can prove that they' about to show out for real. So you gotta pull some of the hardest songs out that you wouldn't think adults can pull off, and do it with children. Like my my like my choir, I had them niggas do uh, that Hezekiah Walker. Grateful song, okay. With all those modulations and yeah. stuff, yeah. That, that no, not that one. Oh, I forgot the. Grateful that. for the things that you have done. Yeah, that joint. Okay, that one. That's too many words for some kids. Yo, yo, yo! I got them little niggas to kill it. Kill Broke it. it up into parts and everything. Ooh, man, bro, them look boy. Man, I'm telling you. How big is your car? It's sometimes it's not even like it's like it might be four to seven deep on like us like a weekday. But, but when I have but when I have them all like all 15, 20, Oh yeah, we'll shut it down. What's the age? But with seven, 
I can shut it down. I can shut my church down with seven. What's like the average age? Um, shit, <laughs> average age. Nigga, I got like a lot of youngins, so it's like from like three Bro. Yeah, to yeah, like seventeen. Yeah, from like three to seventeen, and them, them little hey. They get right. They get right. Hey, they my people. I love them kids, bro. They be out here getting right out there. Yeah, yeah, we love them little niggas. Boy, because what? <laughs> hey, you understand. I be, I be standing there, the and they be shutting down <laughs> on these old ladies. That's dope. Oh. <laughs> so do you play? Like what? Do you play? Ah, oh, man, I've never learned how to play Word. an instrument. That's, that's yeah. dope, actually, the fact that you can. That's dope. I just do it. A lot of people can't like. Like I can do it by ear, and like when I'm in a church setting, it's just like, oh, I know this, that's and dope. I know how this like supposed to sound. That's dope. Hey, Damn, I, 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 I thought you knew keys this whole time, bro. For whatever reason, I just I always imagine you. No, I know them. I just can't like. I thought maybe you knew like play the keys. Like I can't play the keys or play the drums. But I, know, you, but but I know where beats and stuff is supposed to go. I yeah, know where yeah, that shit's yeah, supposed yeah, to be yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. I just can't like. Mechanically do it. I feel you. Yeah, I played trumpet for like eight years. Ooh, like middle school type shit. Yeah, from like yeah. fifth grade till I graduated yeah, high I school. Sex. Oh snap! Why you start playing? Well, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to play here, but then I saw how much time that oh, was, yeah, and I was just like, I was like, yo, I was like, yeah, I was like, that, that that's a lot of time, y'all. Y'all asking me for it. Because I was going to take it as an elective. I was just like. Cause I asked him, I, cause I had asked somebody in the band, and I was like, "Yo, like, uh, y'all niggas got like uh, a concert band or some shit? I ain't trying to do that marching band, cause I'm trying to enjoy, you know, my life. My life. <laughs> are you, you know, like, are you still nice on the trumpet, David? You said what? Are you still nice on the trumpet, nigga? I have not touched my trumpet in a smooth, maybe like nine months. Oh, oh, that's Ooh, not nine bad, months. Nigga, it's not even that Bruh, bad. Ain't, ain't but, but then like it was, it's like." Shit. I'm I like I might like pick it up once once every summer, bro. That's good. Yeah, that's cool, bro. Like I just want to know. I need to like if you ever just want to like go, go with a choir. Pull up with a trumpet. Yeah. I need to get it fixed. <laughs> I mean, if like if you gave me if you gave me a couple months and like actually let me practice, bro, I could probably get hey. back to get back to where I was, bro. Hey, I was looking nice. I could. Hey, I, I, right? I could pull it off, man. I got a homeboy back home that's on that can. I can play the bass. Oh, shout out to my boy Anthony Lasavita over there in Winston at the at my, the motherfucking School of the Arts. You know what I'm saying? Working on your PhD. Oh, shit. Hey, shout out to my nigga Pookie and them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Pookie and them. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You my dog. Hey, funny. You want to hear a funny story about What's this nigga church? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, man. So, uh, J. Cole concert was up here at Greensboro. So me and a couple of my homeboys was like, fuck it, we're going to go to Jonathan Church. Because, nigga. I had to drive. Yeah. You had to drive? Nah, I think we just went to your church because we wanted and we to. Was, and we left from my church to go Yeah, to we, went to, we left from the church. Yeah. So we was in there, man. We was chilling, man. And they started singing my song, man. What did I say? I love you, Jesus. Yeah, but it ain't quite go like that. So they started playing the music, right? I looked at my boy, my boy Jay, and I said, man, oh, they about to tear it down. Boy, they about to tear it down, right? And then this woman get up there, and she said, I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. 
I would have shot her. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> hey, hold on. I'll see. You would have just got hit. Just, I said, hold boof. up. Just, I, said, I, I looked at my nigga and said, yo, that ain't how that song go. <laughs> then, bro, that ain't even the worst part. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you that I love you more than anything. <laughs> Yo, Auntie would have got hit. I, I promise. Yeah. Hey, I would have shut the song off. I would have said, hey, hold on. <laughs> on site. No, I, I would have had the whole. Oh yeah. The, mm. Oh yeah. She would have smooth got, got the ball and shoot it. Hey, look, <laughs> that's a song. That's a song. That's a song that sings directly to your spirit, man. Right. So when she messed up my right. spirit, I said, "My fucking Montag." I said, "They ain't giving no more money to this collection player." <laughs> I'm not supporting this. <laughs> he said, "The church lost the little child." had a nerve to try to take offering twice. <laughs> I said, "Nigga." I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nah, bro. The fact that you gonna take the offer it up twice after that performance, <laughs> hey, nah, she would have really got hurt. Anything, no, bro, man. just fucked up the whole mood. Like, come on, man, that's that's a song that's singing directly to your spirit, man. Oh, bro, the only thing, any good church got to be able to sing that. The too. only thing that keep me going back to like the church that my mom go to, yeah, is the choir. The choir, bro, I get more out of I get more out of praise and worship than others. The choir gets you in the door. Nah, nah, the choir gets you in the door, bro, but like bro, the me, word makes you stay. The, the drummer, bro, the drummer, the drummer, bro. When this nigga catch it, when this nigga catch it, bro. Oh, he started going off. I can't even handle this nigga. <laughs> I'm running laps for the drummer, bro. This oh, nigga is out here. Come on, this nigga out here killing it, bro. I can't no, take I'm, it. I'm not drunk. Oh, no, no. I was like, I can't take it. This nigga is too good. Yeah, hey, bro. Like, his blessings rain down so heavy, <laughs> nigga. Like, it's just crazy. <laughs> Sing that shit. Hey, oh, yeah, boy. I talk. <laughs> That's their favorite song. Even when they go to. Right. Oh, my <laughs> boys know it. My boys know <laughs> it. I don't think I'm like gonna catch you on that shit. You, yeah, just, you ain't gonna get that out above me, bro. Oh, no, oh man. man. My kids be on it. Even the, even the pitch table. Yes, sir. When we modulate on that motherfucker, they take it up. But my kids be messing up on Oh, give thanks. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Boy, he and they'll be looking good. like, what's nigga? I, 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 the first church I went to when I was like little in elementary school, I was so motherfucking tired of that fucking song. <laughs> yeah. And you cry. I was just like, yo, we sing the song again, nigga. I'm leaving. Y'all think I'm playing? Bruh. And hey, go to church for three years after that. You know bro. the old lady that stand up in the middle of the church sometimes and make up all old damn songs? <laughs> oh, I feel. Feel the spirit moving over me 
sing it with me if you know it, y'all. They love to sing it with me if you know it. <laughs> 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 you know, funny, you know that shit. Like, I don't know a word, but okay. Hello, now. I like the vibe you was going for. She, then when she sing the second, the second verse is different. It's <laughs> oh, 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 oh. moving over me, the spirit. You gonna catch this shit? You gonna catch it? They seen the first time. Ah, they look like that. Nah. Cause, hey, hey, this is just where I'm at. This is where I'm gonna stay. Look, She's not playing crazy. with you today. Hey man, they be singing that total phrase, man. I know they ain't not that Richard Smallwood. Oh no, no, no. Hey, chill, chill, chill. I ain't get it. To, I ain't give it to them yet. Oh, okay, they not. Okay. They not ready for that. Nah, I ain't trying to hurt them. They ain't no total phrase. I ain't trying to hurt them. Man, that's what. That's for the grown folk. <laughs> this nigga when I, actually, when I was in youth choir, we used to sing Total uh, Praise. Mm. So my squad, if I can get them all back together, oh yeah, y'all can. We could go. We could go ahead and be a little traveling choir. Oh, nigga. We shut it down. Fighting over money or something? No, well, I mean, it's kind of like that. It was. It was like that. Niggas left the church. It's kind of like that. Niggas ain't niggas ain't at the church no more. Niggas, man, you know Rick and Muslim now. <laughs> Bro, we got man. I had a whole squad. If I had, if I can get us all together, man, shut some shit down. Take that gospel everywhere. Yeah, we have rappers talking about gospel. That's crazy as shit. Both started in the church, man. My mama took us to church every freaking weekend, man. Yeah. Tight suit, man. I was a, when I was young, man. I was born fast, so she used to always buy me like these suits. You know what I'm saying? And and it was up until the point until I got to like an 18 husky boys. <laughs> and she was like, "Look, man, I'm gonna buy you some grown man suits." <laughs> So you know like the Steve Harvey zoop suits that go all the way down to your knees. Right. Oh yeah. I had to get those and grow into them. Hold on, yeah. let me see if I still got this picture on my phone, bro. Oh no, this nigga gonna show us a picture. Oh no. The Steve Harvey zoop. Yeah, go look at your phone, man. The Steve Harvey zoops. No, you got a girl. You ought to have that in your phone, man. You ought to have that in your phone. My girl ain't even know. I'm looking that way. I ain't gotta send her no pictures. I feel that. Black men don't cheat. Facts. Tell him again, David. Not, it is not a single, not a single, not a black man in the world. Black man. I don't even know no black man. No black man in the world. Cheats. You feel me? This is what I was. This is what I was. This is what oh, I used to be on, bro. Back it. in the day, I was. Me, I was at my hosting event. Me, I was on my Jimmy Fallon let me type. Describe this to the viewers. I was on my Jimmy Fallon type. To the to the listeners, nigga. This nigga looked like an extra in uh, Martin. Nigga. Not, not. I was doing my. I was nigga doing looked my like an extra in Selma. This nigga got the uh, fight for freedom fro. I do, bro. <laughs> I got the hey. Oh, this was, this was uh, uh, Sanctification Sunday because you came in that black suit with the black top. Hey, bro, it's a pinstripe, though. Oh, it's, it's pinstripe. Oh, it's a pinstripe. Oh, was it Stacey Adams, though? 
Damn right it was some yeah, Stacey Adams to go right, with the hoes. Come on, man. With JC Pitt and got Stacey Adams contracts, boy, it was going down. Oh man. Stacey Adams still looking up his pictures. Yeah, bro. I ain't got nothing but memes in my He has phone, a lot bro. of porn screenshots. Uh, That's not true. So many memes. <laughs> <laughs> so many memes, bro. What else you had on your list, man? Oh, well, I was, you know, wanna talk about, you know, where y'all from, you know, your background, all that. Oh yeah, man. Like what was uh what was what were we all doing before music, if anything? Facts. Before music. You go to your elementary start at all, man. Uh man, I started playing the keyboard when I was seven. So I don't remember a lot, you know, about three years before that why I started actually remember shit. Uh so now yeah, I've been doing music for a minute. Uh I started playing church when I was thirteen. So I don't even know. Just watching T V probably. I wasn't doing nothing before. I feel that. Other than going to school. That was it. Going to school, watching TV. That was about it. And then when I started doing music, they kind of just took everything over. I feel that. What about you, bro? Yeah, man. Man, my fondest memories of childhood, starting maybe around the age of two, my mother used to leave me at home while she went to work, and I was left to fend for myself. So I would go inside with the cabinets and steal chips. But I knew how to work a VCR player. I had maybe like a thousand and one Barney tapes. Place one in, you know, pop one in, take one out, rewind it, play it again, you know. No, I'm joking, man. I, um, I started like rapping. One of them sad ass stories. Right. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I started rapping around the, the age of eight. So I got on, I got on the bus one day, and like this white kid, freaking ugly ass white kid, kept talking about Eminem. And I grew up in Savannah, Georgia, so like we was around maybe like the the Little John Crump area. This is 2003. Lil John, get crunk, you know what I'm saying? That Bo Hagen, you know that. Who am I? Bo Hagen being me, representing heaven, send a nigga who ended this cold as the winter. You, you remember yeah. that verse? Yeah. You remember that verse? <laughs> you know that pause, that nigga saying, ooh, ooh. Hey, hey, but uh. Oh my God. Yeah, so, so the oh, nigga was like, sure. man, man, Eminem is Pass a great. the Troy. You don't give a damn, we don't give a fuck. And I grew up in like Savannah, so camouflage was real, was real hot. So you know that we could be good friends, you and I, la da da. So you know I'm growing up around all this music, and and this this white kid gets the one right rapping. Oh, Eminem is the best. Eminem is this. Eminem is that. And I was like, nigga, Eminem suck, mind you. <laughs> he said, hey, yo. Eminem's trash, dog. I've never listened to Eminem's music. I didn't even know who Eminem was, honestly. And I and I honestly couldn't care less. I just wanted this white kid to shut up. Yeah. So uh, he was like, you know what, man? Eminem doesn't rap better than uh, uh, Lil John and all them niggas. You know what? If he doesn't rap better than them, I can rap better than you, nigger. Nah, yeah. <laughs> and that would have been a great punctuation. Like, All right, yo, you <laughs> hey, yo, you would have to fight that nigga or rap better. No, like, no. He, he was out the secret swim, my dog. He didn't call me a nigga, man. I was, I was just joking. It was for dramatic effect and all that good shit. Was like, but uh, not only we had a, not rap, but you a nigga too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we had a little trash ass rap battle. Now I, I remember talking about some skittles for no freaking reason. And then, like, one of the older kids, mind you, I'm, like, in third grade. One of the older kids, he was probably, like, in fifth grade. He looked over the bus seat. He was sleeping shit. He was like, man, y'all niggas suck. Shut up before I beat the both of y'all ass up. <laughs> so, needless to say, we shut up. 
But that was the beginning of my rap career, man. (laughs) A third grade rap battle on the bus. Yeah, man. Joey High. I still remember the kid's name and everything. He was one of like the weird kids that that developed like acne way too soon. (laughs) He was like real ugly in the face, like borderline Down syndrome. Not trying to be like. What, nigga? Not trying to be like rude or anything. Wait a minute, nigga, look like that. You ain't gonna slide that hey, shit in here. Oh, like I'm not gonna catch that shit, bro. Hey, <laughs> did, did you just say borderline? Come on, man, let's let's not act like we don't know niggas that look like they borderline. It'd be like that, bro. Oh I my goodness. Like they almost. It'd be some. It'd be some like, niggas like that. You ain't like supposed to say that shit. Miss, say it, no. Like you ain't they almost say that missing shit. the chromosome, but. It's like maybe like half the chromosome is gone. My dog. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that shit, bro. <laughs> hey, look, man. Come on, man. Let's be realist. The, you don't know nobody like that, bro? Don't, don't let me do this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't let me do this, bro. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Sometimes they grow out of it. Sometimes they don't, man. But, I mean, Down syndrome is a disease that we're overcoming. My uncle has a mental illness, too. We've been taking care of him forever. So, you know. Yeah, it'd be like that. That's I ain't, fair. I ain't, I ain't trying just to, saying. you know what I'm saying, look down and shed no light on them in a negative light. But just talking about the kids' facial features, you know, we all know kids like that when we was growing up. And y'all probably used to pick on them and call them slow. I just told them Eminem sucked. <laughs> <laughs> you no, just I'm bullied him for his music taste. Yeah, right, man. Yeah, Fucking right. tame. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, so how'd y'all, how'd y'all meet and then end up forming... <laughs> Show music. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. Uh, shit. Um, we, like I said, he grew up in Savannah, Georgia. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Kenston, North Carolina. He moved. Like, he had family there, so, and they ended up moving back to Kenston. It was like in like the seventh grade. I was in AG class. I was like the only black kid in AG class. All the black kids. I don't know what AG class is. Academically gifted class. So it was like me. Smart. A, a black girl and like the rest of everybody was white. So all my classes were white people. So all the black kids and I go hang out and be like, man, you white, bro. Don't hang around with us, bro. Anyway, so yeah. So I got hype as hell because one day they came to the door. They said, hey, we got a new student in class. And it was this nigga. So I was like, all right, cool. There's another black person in the class. So um, we met seventh grade and then I knew he rapped. I don't know. It was like we knew. We, I don't know if he knew I played the keyboard. Or not. I don't know, but I knew he rapped, but we never actually started making music until like I was probably it was like in the 11th, 10th, 11th grade. I got a MacBook for my birthday. I wanted to make. I used to make beats on my keyboard. It was terrible, like terrible. <laughs> and he would listen to it, and surprisingly, he wouldn't just say, "Yo, that's terrible." He'd be like, "Hey, yeah, you know, keep doing that shit." But I go back, and shit was terrible. Anyway, so got a MacBook, and we started. Cause my beats was terrible then too. Like it was super terrible. So we used to do it. He said still beats off of YouTube. Yeah. And just recorded. And this happened. Just recorded. And I would think I was doing something. So yeah. I mean, that's about it. That was in the tenth, eleventh grade, tenth, eleventh grade. Yeah, we started about eleventh. Yeah, eleventh grade. Yeah. Right. That was it. We was recording. We didn't have a mic. We was recording on the built-in mic on the MacBook. Crazy. That, that's how we uh when we, when we first started doing the podcast, we were using the built-in mic on yeah, this. Bro. Yeah, man, it's a, a big mistake we all make sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That's facts. Fair enough. It was straight. That's facts. Like we put the we put the uh, the telephone filter on it, so it didn't. It sounded like it was supposed to be, you know, like that, up, man. Yeah, bro. I feel that. Yeah, but um, definitely been there. 
He skipped like a whole part that's really important and vital to this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> the actual conversation. Yeah, you take that part. So, like, the seventh grade, I was kind of like, I guess it was like my first move, and like, I went from like kind of like being uh, in, the, in the top ranks of my school to basically being placed on the bottom of the food chain when I moved. I don't know if y'all ever like experienced like a big move where you move to a completely different state and nothing like that, but that shit is terrifying. So, came to school, I looked around, black girls at my school in Savannah, they won't, they won't mess with new niggas. And I wasn't like the most handsome nigga, like I wasn't the suave, debonair nigga that you see before you today. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was just like, man, fuck it, I'ma thug it out, I'ma sit by myself. I feel that. So I sat down at lunch, man. And I guess like we had a white teacher. She was real cool though. She was a white teacher though. I guess she would like she like nudging like, hey, what's up with the new kid? You know, you black, he's black. Y'all got something in common. I don't know what the thought process behind it, <laughs> but she she told that nigga to go sit with me. Nigga sat down at the table. He's like, what's up, man? I looked at this nigga in his face. I said, nigga, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what I'm saying? I, was, I don't know, bro. I just, I guess I just wanted to be hard, man. Just wanted to be hard, man. Growing up, like, where I grew up at, it's like, you had to have, like, this rough exterior or something like that. And you want niggas to take you for no sucker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was kind of weird that a nigga came up and be being nice and he was black. And I wasn't used to that. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. Yeah. So, uh... So how long ago was that? Like, has it been since like y'all started? Like, how long have y'all been doing music together as still music? It was like 2000. We started in 2012, 2011. About six, seven years. Yeah. Or how do you uh, like? How do you feel about like uh, where like where you are now in that journey? Like in those six years, how do you feel about how do you feel about these past six years and the results from it? It's just like <clears throat> us as people. Sometimes we we expect like the microwave effect with shit. Mm-hmm. Like we expect to get shit hot and fast because honestly, that's the generation we grow up with. And like even down to things like internet. Like niggas used to have to use dial up and wait twenty minutes just to get to one website. That's now our websites we get to point zero point zero three. If you look on Google when you search some shit, you, mm-hmm. you pulling up shit. Uh, well, we got like high speed internet basically. Uh, niggas back then used to have to cook food like hamburger helper. Now we got TV dinners that you just throw in the microwave. Like TV, we look up whatever we want to watch with Hulu like that. This is the generation we grew up in, so we expect things quick and fast. Mm-hmm. When we first started, niggas were saying, shoot, man, we deserve a deal right now. Like, we hot. Like, before we get out of college. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. That was going into college. We and I was, I was like, man, if I don't get no deal before I get out of college, I'm done with this shit, man. Cause, cause niggas, niggas won't respect me. And just going through that whole process, man, and realizing that ain't how it happens, G. Like you, you six years in, as as far as recording. Like I've been rapping since I was eight, mm-hmm. and I started off freestyling. Around about eighth, ninth grade, I started writing stuff down, and and. I guess it was molding me for for recording and, and learning different flows and, and grabbing the hold of beats different. But 
when we started recording, it was like a different thing. It's like, okay, now you gotta make songs. It's mm-hmm. not you just rapping over another beat using his flow. You you gotta make songs. You gotta capture people. You have to have content. You have to have uh, alliteration. You have to have onomatopoeias. You gotta have metaphors. You gotta make people think. You gotta you gotta make it simple enough so they can grasp it while making them think at the same time. Like it was it was different things we had to do. Mm-hmm. But just looking back. And where we were, it's like, damn, nigga, we done came a long way from that built-in microphone and, and use a garage van. But at the same time, it feel like we got so far to go because mm-hmm. at this point in time, you don't know who we are yet. You I see, we out here doing music, but you don't you don't know anything about us. We not being covered on the major blogs or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And Still got yeah, you know what I'm saying? We still working. Feel that. What is like uh like your mindset? Like how are you how are you approaching rap not only as a craft but also as a business venture? Like how are you like where's your men- mentality shifted versus uh like well between now and when you started is how much of the craft you think about versus how much of the business and the brand you think about? Or has you you've always kept that craft up high and then you kind of brought the business up later? Or was yes. it the other way around? Like so I always, I always like anything. Pretty much, I want to do. Like mm-hmm. I, I want to be the best to do it. Yeah. Like, even when I played ball, like this nigga could tell you, I played every spot on the floor if I if I needed to. I was running the ball up the court. Talking about a two hundred and fifty pound six four nigga running the ball up the court, crossing niggas up and and making plays. Like, mm-hmm. cause that's what I wanted to do at that time. And and I always was a writer. Like. Like writing came to me naturally. That's mm-hmm. that, I think that's my God-given talent. Not just writing music, but writing anything. Papers, A's, B's, nothing less. Yeah, I feel that. I you know what I'm saying? Like thing. I'm a writer, man. So just just taking that and then like I always study like mm-hmm. the music. So like my craft, I've been perfecting since I was eight. Now stepping up to the business side, it's like okay, now when we got in college, we really just learning about networking and how important it is to go to events and, and introduce yourself to people, how important it is to have a have a look for yourself, have something tangible that people can hold on to, you know what I'm saying, have something that niggas can, you know, take home with them or, or creating a persona for yourself and having it positively reflect on other people. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, that's, that's from Winston-Salem State University, the best HBCU <laughs> Which I'm one just saying. The Forbes list don't lie, man. Let's count them numbers up, baby. And you know we number one in the UNC system for niggas getting jobs after they graduate. You know that, right? You didn't. You didn't know that. That's I mean, hey, that's look, right. that, that look. Mean, that's that's including UNC, look. That's UNCG, that's NCANC, that's Central, that's West Carolina University, University, that's ECU, that's all the UNC system schools. This young black freaking. 1892 HBCU that's unproperly funded. If you look at all these PWIs, 
these niggas got the most niggas. Hey, he talking his shit. I'm gonna talk shit. Talk shit. Talk shit. Like talking shit. Come on. I mean, like, whatever. I mean, we talk, we talk facts over here when you want to talk about comparisons. Talk, talk it, bro. Come on. You know what I'm saying? We got, Give we got, we got to go to the numbers. Give it to I me. mean, I enjoy going to A and T, man. Y'all got a large population of people. Y'all got a lot of advantage. Y'all got a lot of people that's doing a lot of great things. But when we talking numbers and when we talking about the Forbes list, which, which is the ultimate source of wealth, you know what I'm saying? As far as comparing people with, with wealth and. and how they're able to generate revenue and gross income and this, that, and the third. When nah, we're talking I about, I can't speak know. on it. I work for the university. I can't speak on it. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't say nothing crazy. Yeah, Listen, bro. I mean, I mean it's, and, it's, and that's what you're supposed to do, man. You're supposed to take pride in school. You go to A&T, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. You're supposed to. I can't say nothing crazy. I got, I got some thoughts and some some concerns, but I can't some say nothing. Concerns. I can't say that in a while because I work for the university. Right. Especially on air. Right. Yeah, it, you know, can't be questioning we'll shit talk, on We'll air. talk about that off there. Cause we, can, we can argue about that, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but no, just just like, just that point in which, like you said, you asked me about the craft and uh, mm-hmm. the business thing. I feel like I'm still perfecting my craft. Like, nothing is ever going to be perfect in life. Yeah, so I'm I'm still working on that, but it's it's like okay, I need to know enough about the business so I won't get into this 360 deal where where they're taking my merch money, my tour money, uh, this that and the third. I need to know enough about business so that I can get into positions in which we can close deals. Uh, I need to know enough about the business to say okay, this is the guy that does this. That's not the guy I need to talk to. Like a lot of people try to go to artists and speak to them about giving them a record deal. These niggas is trapped inside of deals themselves. They can't do anything for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They could they could probably play your music or, or shout you out or something like that. That's gonna give you like a little bit of clout. But at the end of the day, the only people that can give you the deal is the execs. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Only people that can can try to lead you to success is the managers because they put these niggas in place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like learning a little bit about the business and, and perfecting the craft. I think it's like it's hand in hand because that's a whole part of, of rap now, unfortunately. It's not just Rap is a Fortune 500 company. Yeah, it's not, it, yeah it's, that's facts. It's not just who's the best rapper now. It's, okay, you got skill. Now, now how do you market that? Multi-billion mm-hmm. dollar industry is hip-hop. Yeah, of course well, artists don't get paid. The A and R's getting paid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the old white man who's sitting there just like, yo, yeah, I'm just go ahead and count this check off of off of these hard working ass niggas. Yeah. They, just, yeah. they just passed this joint up in Congress called the Modernization Act. It's gonna make like all the mechanical royalties that people get off of the streams. They're gonna make like a unified system that's like almost. It's not ran by the government, but it's the government, like mm-hmm. the state thing. So it's going to help. Like it's the goal is to help uh, artists get more money off of the streams, basically. Cause like, okay. cause like, I, like Apple Music be raising like you get like point zero 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 seven percent. Yeah, you don't. You get like no change. Like it's crazy. for like for one for one spin, you get like no change. It's zero zero point. Like, so you gotta have. If rap becomes a union job, nigga, that should be crazy. Nah, legit. It's because it's becoming one, bro. Because I mean, yeah, the way got, is the way is working. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, I, def- I definitely feel that because I know uh, I just recently re- really started taking uh, the business side of comedy series. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really starting to like, uh, as far as trying to like make my name one where it's just like, oh, I want that nigga, you know, to come do my show. And then I want to be able to, because I want to be able to do his show or whatever, yeah. whatever the, uh, the deal is. You know, so I'm just trying to work on that. Also, what is what are what is y'all's uh, end game? Like your end game, like with rap, like when it's all said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? You know what I mean? Or what is it you plan on doing with the uh, with the position that that you're hoping to gain, with influence you're hoping to gain? I got you, man. I want to live comfortably with not. I want I want to edify. I want to work with music. I want to do you know production, mixing, mastering, and I want to be able to look back and and say I, I lived a good life and I was able to help other people that was trying to create something, like help bring other people's ideas and everything to life and throughout that process. Um, and I want to, you know, I want us as a unit mm-hmm. to, you know, be able to just like, like, you know, grow and just reach other people, man, reach other people, inspire other people. But like I said, a little comfortable off of it, man. So I want to own, like, I, I want to own my own business and be able to fund, uh, you know, just a lot of different things for you to get technology in their hands. So not that they're making trash music, but so that they're, they're hip enough to make some quality stuff mm-hmm. and they have they have that resource there. So that's that's part of my end goal. I feel that. Yeah. Honestly, like like I just told you, I want to be the best at everything I do. Mm-hmm. I so feel that. At, at the end of my career, I really. I really want to be the world's greatest. Like I really want, I really want to be in that conversation with the Jays and the Nas's and the Eminems and the Pops and the Bigs. I want to, I want to be in that conversation. Let them know with the Coles and Talk the Kendricks. I feel that. Yeah, because that's that's how that. that's how you're supposed to feel. Yeah, and not like you're supposed to want to be the best. When I said like you're not gonna rocking with the world's greatest, that's that's me saying, hey, I'm I'm here now. Yeah, I, I want, I want. I want you to test me. Yeah, I no. want you. I want you to say something about my tagline. I want you to do it. Like mm-hmm. I went to K nine seven five seven weeks straight, mm-hmm. tore niggas' heads off. Like rap battle. That ain't even my crap. Like I've never been a battle rapper. But if it came down to so if this is what I got to do to prove to to a mass amount of people, hey, nigga, I'm like that. That's that's what I'm gonna do. And anything that I could do to show niggas, like, hey. I'm here now. Like, I've been working on this shit for goddamn, nigga, I'm 23 years old, and I've been rapping since I'm eight. That's, what, 15 years? Mm-hmm. 15 years I've been working on this and, and perfecting this and tweaking this and, and learning how to capture people's minds. I want, I want, I want, I want my recognition. He said he want all the smoke. Yeah, man, like, the first, the first album that I ever wrote, I wrote a whole album before I ever started recording. Like, seriously, like, I used to be, I used to run with these dudes, uh, they called themselves Spotlight Records, and mm-hmm. we used to go record BS songs back in Savannah, but other than that, like, I wrote a whole album before I I ever started recording with Jay, like, just plotting, just plotting, and I had this, this whole album written with mad different beats. A lot of them got kicked off of YouTube for various different reasons now, so 
the album will never be heard in, in its <laughs> original form. But I wrote this whole freaking album just perfecting this craft. And, and I used to go to school every day. Okay, we on the bus. And, and it just so happens I rode the bus with like mad niggas that thought they could rap. And I'm, I'm on the bus, I'm out rapping these niggas like, oh yeah, blah, 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 beat, 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 beat. Y'all niggas ain't really mess with me. To the point, like, niggas got scared to rap with me. And then Damn. I, I went to college and replicated that. Like, freshman year, homecoming, we had, like, everybody going to yard. Nigga, probably like 100, 400 people out there to begin with. Homecoming, eight niggas come up. I'm killing these niggas. Well, they so many wanted it. Now, here it is. Life's a hoe, and I'm guessing she's on a period. Now picture this, while I'm back to kicking it, 700 prisoners running trains on Zimmerman, but the game's so feminine, eyes on the throne, but they more like Katie Middleton, I don't need a record deal, I'm cutting out the middleman, I was told I'd never win, just a perverted version of the way I want to get it in, now let's get it in, let's start it up, man you niggas bought as hard as a busted nut, crowd goes crazy, crowd goes freaking nuts, and I said yeah nigga I'm here now. And That's since wild. then we've been running, like since then we've been running it, like running it. Ain't ain't a conversation in Winston Salem period come up that dope music ain't in. You know what I'm saying? As as far as like music and, and different types of stuff, and I feel that. that's like taking that and then flipping it and going, okay, how can I do that in Greensboro? Mm -hmm. How can I do that in Raleigh too? How can I do that in Charlotte? How how can I take over the state? And then once you take over that state. How can I push this into, okay, now Jay and me don't have to work no more. We can work on this music. How do I tour? How do I, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. Like, like and, I, and I want that. I want all that. Like, I, I don't really want the fame or nothing like that. I just want to compete, man. I just want to bring music back to a point in which niggas wanted to be the greatest. Not niggas just doing music because they depressed. That's, that's not a good enough reason for me. You know what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. it's cool for you to do it by yourself if it helps you with your emotions and everything. But when there was a time when niggas wanted to be the best, everybody was competing to be the best artist. That's when the best music was produced. And now you got these kids coming up thinking that life is about guns and drugs and money and, and all this different type of stuff because that's what helped you in your depression. That's what helped you in your depression. So you're rapping about it more so than anything else. And 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 it's not because you want to be the best rapper. It's just because you want the money because you think that's going to kill your depression also. And that and that hurts me on the inside because it's, it's so many freaking kids. Like, it's kids out here just in, in third grade that don't know who J. Cole is. Mm -hmm. Somebody that's rapping to try to help you expand your mind. This niggas, well, Kendrick is pretty much a household name now. But it's niggas like, it's niggas that, that don't know who Tupac is mm -hmm. and how he tried to help elevate a whole culture and how he had the power to, to push a button and, and take a whole side of a of a white country and make them war against another side. Like it's 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 it's, it's really sad like our generation today and that's that's a, another problem with music. It, that people like it's like nobody wants to learn the history. Yeah, it's like nobody wants to learn history. You gotta take the time. If Nobody you wants this game. You gotta take the time. Like, and there's, and there's no other profession in this whole entire like world that you can do without having the knowledge of it before. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. nigga, you can't go out there operating on people if you don't have the knowledge to do it. Yeah, that's right. True. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You can't. You can't. 
you can't go out stopping people with sirens on your car if you don't have if you ain't going through the police academy. Not to mention they doing a bad job, but still you still can't do that without getting through the police ca- police nice. academy. Like that's not like nigga, you can't start a job at McDonald's without going through the training videos first. Like there's no job in this whole entire world that you can't that you that you can do without having some knowledge of something, without going through some type of historical process and, and learning yeah. about the facts and you know what I'm saying? Except for music. And and because it's that way, it's like now, now all this music is questionable. Now you're singing about, oh, I just want to kill myself and do some fucking drugs. And and this is a number one hit because yeah. these these kids don't know no better. They don't know that music can actually be better than this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's because all they hear is this pumped in bullshit. Yeah, man. It's, that's why I'd be like, man, y'all trash rappers need to stop. Like that's that's why I wanna I wanna go to these spots, these holes and walls where all these niggas are and be like, Well, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then I wanna be I wanna show you I'm better than you. And then I wanna say, Hey, you did a good job, man. Condescendingly. <laughs> 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 but nigga wanna hurt your pride, bro. Yeah, man. This is he wanna shake you to your core. Oh, man, that stuff hurts me, but at the end, I just, I just want to be in that conversation, man. I know. Top five that are alive? Shit, I take top ten, man. As long as you're talking about me. As long as you're talking about me. I want, I want to be with the Nas, the Jays, the, the Coles, the Kendricks, the Drakes. I want I want to be in that conversation, man. The Big Shines, the, the Wale's, they probably more top 20, but I want to, I want to be in that conversation because I, I feel like I have something to say. Like, you can... You go through the dream theory. Me and Jay put that together. We put our life inside of that shit, man. We put our life inside. Coming from graduation, coming from points where I felt like I wanted to blow my fucking top off because I was depressed about some shit. Notice I didn't say, oh, I took some drugs. At the end of my song, I was like, yo, I can't keep running from this shit. Like, I can't keep on running. Yeah. I can't, I, like, I can't keep running from this shit. Like, I'm going to have to grow some balls and face it. And, and then going into a... My shorty told me I should smile more, but I ain't got much to smile about. Like when you better than half the rappers they talking about. Like when you only a check away from your mama couch. Like when those rappers you better than holding all the clout. And then going into, you know what? I, I really ain't got time to play around because I'm unhappy because I don't have what I want, but I haven't worked to get what I want or I haven't I haven't worked hard enough to get to where I want. So instead of me soaking in my, my, my bad energies, Work your way out of and and failure's gonna come. But you gonna say failure, you gonna you gonna look at it like, oh, I, I guess that's it. I failed once. Or you gonna go some fucking balls and, and, and keep failing until you until you learn how to uh, succeed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like because I've uh, even like myself, I felt that way with like kind of like sometimes you're seeing dudes who. At least uh, that you a person feel like, oh, they're not putting in the same amount of work into the craft as I am. Yeah. But somehow they're able to, you know, like soar to yeah. great heights just like off a of straight hype or whatever. And then like, but even, uh, but even then I'm like, you know what, but because I'm actually taking the time to learn the history, learn like techniques and things like that, mm-hmm. that I know is going to like help me prolong my career. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, 
shit, yeah, you might be higher than me now, but 10 years from now, I'm gonna be higher than where you were and you're gonna have been fell off. And all, and all, your, all your niggas that's, that's, that's running the games right now, the, the Drake, the Kendrick, the Cole, uh, we'll extend it and say Wale, Big Sean, we'll extend it a little bit more, say Logic. All these guys studied, like they studied music, they studied alliterations, they studied rhyme patterns, they, they studied the greats and the ones that preceded them. These young kids like, oh, fuck J. Cole, fuck J. Cole, mm-hmm. fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? And it's, it's, it's like the game now is all about how much popularity you got, no matter how you got it. Yeah, 6 9 like. He's the perfect example. 6'9". He's the perfect example. Bro, I got a coworker. That nigga keep trying to tell me to get into 6 9 He be like, hey, bro, check out 6 9 bro. You gonna that like him. master this joint. Music is, your attention. Yeah, that's facts. music is actually all right. It's like it's like all right. Some of the songs are, are lesser than the others, but I mean, as a young artist, what do you really expect? Mm-hmm. But it's like niggas so concerned with having popularity and attention. It's like it's taken away from your music. Mm-hmm. Like niggas don't know you great. Niggas don't know you can you can rap a little bit. And then this nigga got on the, on the interview and told said Fifi. Would, Man, listen, Kiki got that Fifi, got that Bubba, got that Chief. Listen to that, man. That nigga said, listen to that. That shit trash. Niggas don't care about that no more. <laughs> and, 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 and and it's so true. This nigga got in front of you and said, hey. This is garbage. Yeah. And but it's going to rock on this song when you hear it. Yeah, niggas, yeah. niggas, niggas going to like this because niggas is retarded. It's like Donald Trump saying, hey, I'm going to run Republican because them niggas are retarded and they'll believe anything a nigga with money got. got that's, what, that's what happened. Yeah. And that's, that's what, what he, he did. did. That's what he did. He said it was easy. Yeah, you know, uh, one thing that I had, like, uh, that surprised me with, like, a lot of these new rappers who, like, you hear their actual music that made them popular, and you're like, yo, this is garbage. But then you hear, like, a clip of them actually rapping. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, uh, Juice World. No, I, I ain't never checked him. I know who he is. Like, yeah. like, uh, like, he had... Bro, I cannot stand that song. I I'm a kid. Song, I hate right? that song 100. percent I hate it too. But he was on uh, he was on Tim Westwood, bro. Yeah. And this nigga can he smooth just freestyle for a brick. Yeah, Trippy Red. Trippy Red. Yeah. Trippy Red can rap his ass off too. That's man. what I'm saying. Like, but it's it's like, okay, the game is going towards auto tune and this, that, and the third. This stuff doesn't pop automatically. Like it's not yeah. that microwave effect. Because now, honestly, like, the supporters of, of rap music as far as who's going to buy your album, who's mm-hmm. going to go to your shows, yeah, who's going to uh, come to your book signing is white people. That's right. And white people have always been in love with melodies, man. They've always been in love with melodies. So all these rappers can't sing. So they put auto-tune on their voice to have melody. Like, that's why white people love the guitar so much, like, like, Scientifically, it's because they, they love they love melody like they love like like melodic sounds. That's why Jimi Hendrix was so famous with white people because he played the guitar and made Tyler that joint so see. beautiful. So what? Shouts out to my boy T Pain. I'm Tallahassee, we see. That's why a lot of these black like black people, I mean like black singers, that they go pop. Yeah, that's what the money is. 
like that crossover rider. effect. Like even Flow Rider, like oh. like you know, an apple bottom jeans. That nigga was rapping. Now this nigga is singing and stuff, and Pitbull is singing. Like Pitbull was a serene a gangster yeah. ass <laughs> nigga <laughs> from Miami. Yeah, like uh, some a dad on MS13 nigga. Like, and then now you making pop music, running around in white suits every but, time you perform. Yeah. <laughs> he used to be Mister 305. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, fucking Dolly ass nigga. <laughs> but yeah, man. It's like, like we sit up here and talk about this all day because I got multiple. Soon as you say stuff like this, like the young niggas want to, oh, y'all, y'all niggas upset. haters, y'all niggas. No, nigga, I'm not a hater. I'm just not a hype beast. Like I don't, I don't follow yeah. hype. I follow talent. True. Yeah, that's I, when I when I listen to music, like music is so like powerful, bro. It speaks to your soul. Yes, sir. Who's just talking there? Like, man, uh, uh, melodies from heaven speaks to your soul. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And all, like, honestly, all melodies. And so, so however you use them, it's up to you. When yeah. you allow certain things in your spirit, it's going, it's going to yeah, I know, uh, influence you. I know I had heard, uh, I was at church and this one lady was saying, she was like, music is kind of like the only thing that can like penetrate your soul without your permission. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Music and I was just like, and I was like, that's because it's like, you can, like, you cannot even be paying attention, like paying attention to like music playing. Right. And like, you just, but you, you'll catch the beat. Not even paying attention. I was just like, yeah, that's that is so true. No, see, sometimes get some, to you. when you listen to music, bro, it affects you so much that your heartbeat mm. syncs up with that rhythm. Yeah, like if you, if you listen to Designer Panda, like like I was playing Designer Panda in my car, and like my girl was like, yo, this is giving me heart palpitations. Turn it down. Like music can control your body. So whatever you put in your spirit, and when you putting all this, I want to do drugs, I want to do this, I want to do that, and the third. Uh, Stuff in your in your soul. We are like, working on melodies and rhythms, man. Yeah, that's all we are. Yeah, man. It's a like, collection of melodies and rhythms. Yeah, man. It's like it's like when you put that stuff inside your soul, it's gonna contaminate you. Yeah. And that's why, like, I, I pride ourselves on on having good music. And like, yeah. And it's like the the age range of our music and how it expands, bro. Like sixty year old women listen to our music. Yeah, that's facts. 60-year-old women listen to our music and enjoy it, bro. Yeah, that is one thing uh, that I thought was very special when I listened to uh, when I listened to y'all's album is that you're like a different, like you guys, you seem like you have a different type of honesty yeah. in a lot of your music. Yeah. At least when I was listening to it, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I felt like, I feel like listening to the music you did, like you really did allow people to see, you know, kind of like, who you are as a person, not necessarily as like that person, but like as a person. I feel like people really got to see that I mean, in that pe- album. Yeah, man, and people and people relate with that more. Yeah, people relate with a lot of other rappers because what they live is fantasy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's say let's say Drake. Like Drake probably hits a lot of women, uh, not physically, like not with that. Yo, I heard yeah, it hits yeah, a lot of women, yeah, and I was like, penis. oh, word, what's up? <laughs> what is penis? Yeah. The nigga Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Jamie Foxx. Bop! Hey, man, that nigga Jamie didn't do that, but he probably did that. <laughs> he probably, but it was probably like a joke. Like, I ain't even, I ain't even gonna lie, he did that shit. 
Like, nah, when they said Jamie Foxx was accused of slapping a woman with his penis, I said, oh yeah, Jamie did that for real. Yeah, I was just like, but it was a joke. Like, like, you gonna sue the nigga? I was like, I was like, bruh, that's Jamie Foxx, though. Yeah. I was like, what you gonna do, bruh? Oh, right. I bet she did. Why was this nigga dick out? I feel like she she told him she was gonna give him some head, and then she said, no. I think as soon as she got right, as soon as she got out of eye with the dick, she said no, nah. and that nigga just said wow. I think she gave that nigga head, and he was playing around slapping in the face, and he and she got mad later on. Was like, you know, I'm gonna see you for slapping in my face. And that might man, work too, bro. Yeah, they be they, bro. They be running. They be trying to run these niggas, bro. And then they be joining the butt. Don't give me stuff. Back to Drake, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Drake has like kind of like this, this cool, not not really a cool. Like he has like this superstar persona. Yeah, he does. And, and people see that, and it's like fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like the life he lives is fantasy because he seems to, to sleep with a lot of actresses. He's had sex with J Lo. Yeah. And Rihanna. And Rihanna. I don't know about that. I don't know he, if that actually. Who's one? He, they, no, he dated. No, I'm talking about J Lo. No, he was. He dated. He dated J Lo for a minute. For a break, he slept yeah. with her. Uh, I feel like she was just trying to give him a little, that, uh, little attention back. She was, but, uh, and then she dropped his ass, and she got her career back popping a little bit. Yeah, like that, she hit the nigga they, with a little starter kit. She was like, "Hey, start me up real quick, Drake." That's how they do, man. And then Madonna, she uh, tongued that nigga down on stage. Yeah, man. Like, in, in the yeah, middle brother, of his tour, in the middle hilarious. of his tour, yeah, Nicki Minaj been promising to get that nigga some pussy, but she never she, did. Nah, she ain't gonna get shit. She ain't gonna let that nigga. Safari <laughs> <laughs> so like, again. Like, yeah, like Drake. Drake is like this fantasy person, mm-hmm. but like Cole was like, okay, like nigga, like last year I was just drunk as you. I just want to make that clear. Or like he had, he started off relatable, and yeah. like people like lived by his music. Like you can listen to Drake, and Drake will put yeah. you in a mood. Like you listen to Drake when you're in certain moods, or or when you feel in a certain way. Like if you're not really the tough guy. But you kind of want to feel kind of tough at that point in time. You put on a little bit of Drake because you know Drake is not the toughest person. But it's like if if I need to take it there, I'm gonna take it there. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So you put on Drake when you, but then you put on Cole. It's like all right, man, I can relate with this. Like I, yeah. I can live by this album. Like uh, Forest Hills Drive, you can live by this album. You know what I'm saying? It's a lifestyle. And, yeah, that's facts. And I rather I rather provide people with stuff that they can live by because they'll live with it longer. Yeah, bro. Because you, know, you know the funny thing is, uh, like I played, I played the cross when I was in high school or whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And but like, even though to be honest, I I, did, I felt like I deserved more playing time than I got. Mm-hmm. But you know, I was just riding the bench. I'm just a black kid. My parents weren't like you know, I didn't have the team parents, yeah, or whatever. So you know, I was just out here chilling, just be, just coasting, being on the team. And like this, the album that I played the most. Was a force to drive because it came out around the time and side, but sideline story. Just him talking about being on sideline, like bro, people don't know that I'm like that. And that was like when I also when I first started. Uh, I used to do YouTube. Mm-hmm. I, just, I started doing YouTube videos around that time, and it was just like people don't know I got like this other shit going on though. Like y'all think I'm whack over here, but you know what? It's whatever. Yeah. I got this other shit in the pocket, and then it's also like I used to like wake up to the song uh, "Get Up." Like I get up. Mm-hmm. About Jake Cole because it's like because it's whatever like that song it puts so much positivity like into it so I'm like bro I hear that song I'm like yo I gotta go to work today right. like whatever whatever that means for that day I'm fitting to do it 
It's been to get done. Silent Storm was actually like, I hated that album. You didn't like that what? album? Yeah, because cause, cause Friday Night Lights gave me such a high. You know what? I fuck with that. For J. Cole. I fuck with and that. And then Kid, it just so happens Kendrick at the time dropped Good Kid, Mad City. And yeah. I was having like a debate in my mind, like, which one of these niggas is better than me? Because I was like, Cole better than Kendrick. Then I started listening to Kendrick. I was like, oh, Kendrick kind of better than Cole. Then yeah. he dropped Good Kid, Mad City, and, and Cole dropped Sideline Store. And I was like, uh, Kendrick got it. I feel like it's a lot of media records on this, and you wasn't making these before. This is not this is not what I live by. Like, workout for me is 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 not a life that I live at this point in time. Like, I, ain't, you know, what I'm saying I ain't. I feel right. Off. You know, what I'm saying like, like, uh, what was the other joint? Can't get enough. Like, it's like, mm. Ugh. Mm. man, I can't stress. Yeah, it, it was it was good. I, I'm not saying that's that. Oh no no no! I hated that album though. My yeah, favorite right, album right. by J Cole is Born Sinner. Oh come feel, on, bro, that's my yeah, that's I for feel, real my favorite. I he feel was like, rapping rapping on that motherfucker. I feel like he got back on it. I was like, yeah, that that was him back in his back in his bag. Yeah, that's the Cole I love. Like we started, I'm, I'm about to go and join the Illuminati. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck everybody. everybody. <laughs> 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 this nigga said like. You know what I'm saying? At the yeah. time, you know niggas were scared of Illuminati. Like, bro, he was yeah. strutting, bro. Like, that album was oh, him yeah. strutting out oh, here. Oh, man. And Run Away. Run Away. Run Away. Run Away. But, hey, man. Joe Budden did some funny shit on his podcast. He was like, uh, man, I love that damn new Tiger song, man. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Someone put that in the background and like substituted that the instrumental with Joe Button <laughs> of the music video, bro. No, no, that shit just made me think of that. But when we all started singing together, but that shit was fucking hilarious, bro. I be at work dying, and like at work, like I'm mad talking to him right here, but like at work, I don't be talking to nobody because I, I don't feel like I want to ever be there. So it's like it, it kind of kills my spirit. So I kind of just zone out because I don't want to put that on nobody else. I feel that. Yeah, man. Very respectful of you. That, yeah, man. The people love me at work because I'm quiet because they don't know the real me. People around me hate me. Like, Jay hate me. Like, <laughs> in real life, this nigga hate me. This nigga hate me, bro. Nah. That's my fucking brother, man. But yeah, man. It's just like, it's just like that relationship. I can, I can hop off topics and, and jump right back to what we was talking about real quick if you haven't noticed. Uh, listeners, but yeah, it. man, just making like relatable music is is more valuable to me because I know what people live by. Like, nothing was the same was Drake's most relatable album to me, and like I can mm-hmm. live, I I can live by that album for a period of time. Good Kid, Mad City, like our city has like the highest crime rate in North Carolina per capita. Mm-hmm. It's like, dang, is somebody else going through this? Mind you, we we wasn't getting killed every day like niggas in Compton but it's just like okay it's somebody in this in this world that, that's trying to be a good person in a, in a deranged society yeah. it's like you, you live by these albums you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so I feel like just like having relatable music and like being honest like I like I'm not I'm not a lying person I don't, yeah. I don't lie about shit cause I don't lie to nobody I don't feel like could hurt me you know what I'm saying like I don't mm-hmm. lie to nobody unless I'm I'm in fear of them, and I ain't been in fear of my mama in a long time, so I ain't really lied in a minute. <laughs> like, he said, hey, nigga, <laughs> ain't no lying out here, cuz. I yeah, feel like. So I don't, I, don't, I don't really lie a lot. So, like, I, I like to keep an 
honest and, and, and it builds a rapport with your with your audience, man. And it's like people come to you like, yo, like what was you talking about this, that, and the third? And then I tell them a story. And then it's like, oh dang. Now now I, now I can relate to that on a whole different level. Now like I related to it before, but now I can relate to it on a whole different level because mm-hmm. you gave me this like you were so open and honest with me. And people respect that, man. Like in in any relationship, like your girl don't want you lying to her. You know what I'm saying? That's facts. You know what I'm saying? Your girl don't want you lying to her. Yeah, I even I try to uh, hold those same values like in my comedy. I try to be very honest. Like be, I like I try to talk as not intentionally about my life specifically, but when something in life happens, I usually find a way to talk about it, make it funny, and then uh, even when was it? Maybe like Tuesday night or something. A dude that came up to me was just like, yo, like you have like a lot of relatable stuff and I really fuck with it. Yeah, man. I was just like, man, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah man. And yeah. I think I live for those I live for those small moments, bro. Yeah, man. Shit, cool with that. Man. And like when we actually started, like me and Jay, we wasn't we wasn't lame in school. Like but we mm-hmm. wasn't like like I, I I don't like running with clicks and like I feel like he was kinda like I mean he right here to speak for himself, but like it wasn't like the lame kids. High school, or yeah, high school, high oh, school. Only college, we was we was some niggas. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, like high school, like we wasn't lame in school, but we wasn't a part of the popular crowd. I feel that I was the same way. And you know, like we wasn't the ones that fell into like the the middle, like the the herd. Yeah, we kind of like outstood everybody else. So, like we kind of created our own lane. Yeah, so like just maybe, like right. So maybe them. like like senior year when we actually. You know what I'm saying? Was in a in a nice point of puberty where we didn't look ugly, and girls started liking us and different type of stuff. But it was just like, you know, just just like going to college and and then receiving all this love from people you you haven't known your whole life, with people you haven't been going to school with since you went like seventh grade, or in his case, mm-hmm. kindergarten. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. all these people that you haven't been with and they respect you more than people in your own city. You know what I'm saying? People that you know and and, and, and watched you grow and have grown with you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when that shit happens, like, dang, like, we really must be doing the right thing. Word. And it and it didn't just come in little spurs. It came, like, all at one time. Like, a lot of people came and, and showed love. Like, yo, y'all dudes and this, that, and the third. Y'all, y'all, niggas, y'all niggas got it. Like, y'all, y'all inspired me. By this album, like I play this album every day, and mind you, some people be lying, but still, like I feel like if you don't play it every day, you play it maybe once a week or something like that. Like yeah. you actually listen to it, like and when niggas come to me and like, yo, I, I heard this part in your line, like like you can tell people are actually listening and like this what you do the craft for, cause you a lot of times you really don't make music for yourself, you make it for mm-hmm. people that that haven't gotten through what you've gotten through, and you tell a story about so you can inspire somebody else to do the same thing without going through the drastic measures and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And it yeah, feels good. Like them, like, them little small moments with people, yo, this shit was crazy. Like, the first time we performed at Kinston, man, like, this this old lady came up to us. We opened for Sunshine Anderson for the uh, Quentin Copels. What's, what's it called? It is the Quentin Copels Community Weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. the music festival. Yeah, Quentin Copels, he went to UNC. 
he from Kansas, he went to UNC and then he went pro football. So he came and gave back to the city, which pretty much everybody does when they make it out. Mm -hmm. um, so he had like this community weekend and like we got to perform at this music festival and this old lady came up to us. She was like, oh man, y'all are so blessed. Y'all are so blessed to, to be doing this. Y'all just blessed my spirit. And we just performing songs that, that we wrote and, and thought they were cool. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, like this old woman comes up to you like, oh man, y'all, y'all, oh, keep going. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's gold. That's worth more than any amount of money you could ever give to me because I'm inspiring people. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. I most definitely feel that. Um, you said, you know, you guys are in college. How do you feel about on the debate of people uh, talking about how, like, if you are going to be an artist or, you know, go into that entertainment field that, you know, you, you might as well, you know, skip out on college if that's mm -hmm. what you really want to do. Mm -hmm. How, where do you, where do you fall in that debate? Because as, as someone who's, you know, pursuing yeah. entertainment while, while in college, I can see, I can see where, where people are coming from, yeah. from that. I can see the benefits of that. But there's also a lot, like, I can also see the benefits of being in college. Yeah, I think it's situation. I think it's situation because, like, obviously we went to college. So the big thing I saw was, like, you, you, the network that you got placed in, like, you was, you lived in a place of people your age and, like, thousands of people your age. So mm -hmm. it was, like, it was so easy. Now I want to say it, it was easier to grow as a, as a, as an individual in a brand at a college. You know, y'all are A&T, so y'all joint. Yeah. way bigger and be on the flip Winston because it isn't as big if you do something noteworthy it's stuck with people that travel so I think it's kind of like I think it just depends on where you at when you get to that point in your life I, I mean you there's a lot of people that um, pursuing music that they're still or pursuing any type of entertainment they're still in school uh, we got a friend and she went to A&T um, she does uh, she's an actress Mm -hmm. And she did that while she was here at ANC, and she used that to network. And now she's with like a traveling, uh, I don't even know what you call them, joint brands, like a, a theater. A th yeah, legit, it's like a traveling theater. She's with them, and she did that by being in school. So, I mean, I think it's a, it's a definitely going to school. If you're intentional with your time, you can flip that to yeah. for your craft. You can flip anything because you're surrounded by potential yeah. business yeah. partners just surrounded by potential customers and oh, it's like I don't really see another ecosystem for you to be in identical to that because it's like if you think about it you know let's say you don't go to school and and you are just in a city then now you have to go like we got a we got one, one of my boys one of our boys that we know he spit he didn't go to school though so he has been he was smart with it he strategically has has been tapping into different schools so he can do it, but if he mm -hmm. already was at one, he wouldn't have to. And that's a conversation I have. So it's kind of like seeing that on the flip side, somebody trying to get into these different areas and they're yeah. already being in one. So I think it's situational, but I lean more towards if you if you're not popping and you 18, you graduate from high school, you can go to college and you and, you ain't, and you ain't gonna be in like a bad, a really bad place financially. Your family ain't gonna suffer from you going. Then I think you should just go and flip your time. Yeah, I feel that because, um, you know, also one thing when I was talking to you know, some other uh, artists and comics and stuff, and, you know, me personally, I currently don't like, I don't have a job. Like, I do, I straight up, whatever, any money that I make, either it's just, you know, my parents helping me out or it's 
me getting money from stand-up or me, like, I'm in school for graphic design and stuff. So, you know, it's me doing designs for, you know, for people or whatever. So, like, I'll make my bread doing that. And then my parents will help me out, you know what I'm saying, if something comes up and I can't, you know, handle it right, myself. Right. So it's kind of like I don't have to I don't have to spend that 20 hours a week, you know, at a fast food restaurant working that job. I can spend I can spend that extra 20 hours a week, you know, writing, working on a design, right. networking with somebody. I'm already here at the school. Yeah. It's a it's a it's I didn't even know until I really started trying to like work with uh like trying to really express any sort of talent that there is like a shit ton of talent there's a shit ton of talented people yeah. you know what i'm saying in the area and i think that's something that people just yeah, they, don't, they don't understand that not like shit man i said i said the hardest part about because my like my mom wanted me to go to college my son Mind you, they went back and finished, but like mm-hmm. she never had a child that went fully through, you know. Yeah. And she kind of felt. I feel like she felt like maybe she was a bit of, you know, what I'm saying, a bad parent, or she didn't raise her children right because she didn't have one that just went straight through. Mm-hmm. So I like I felt I felt that big weight on me to to go and do that just because I, I, I love her, you know what I'm saying. I I never want her to feel that type of way. Mind you, put me like forty thousand dollars debt, but you know it'd be like that sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Niggas, niggas, niggas gonna die in debt, and that's 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 one of the downsides of it's like okay, you gotta go get this this debt that's gonna yeah. follow you until you either make enough money to pay it off or for the rest of your life, or you that's die right. with it. Yeah, yeah. And, that shit, and then that and shit then survives. and then your next the king gotta try to take care of it. Yeah, that shit survives. That shit don't just go away. Yeah, your yeah, kids that, gotta that, take that, care of that. So you down. said you got student loans and you die. That's yeah, yeah then who gotta pay for it? Your kids. Whoever the your whoever's left. Member. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. Shit, that? that shit die. That shit you don't die real? with you. That yeah, shit yeah, keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it makes sense, but I just, I guess I'm never That's why. That's why I died with that knowledge. I paid for No, 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 no. If you were, like, that's why when, like, these old ass people, like, when the husband died, Let's say that like the husband has some debt or whatever. That's why the wife usually like they they be financially strapped because it's like he might have died with some debt, mm-hmm. and now now, first of all, because because they're they're legally bound, first off, and then probably financially bound, they gotta take care of it. Same thing with your kids; you're still legally bound to them, regardless of the situation. That's trash. America, yeah, bro. America's so America's trash. <laughs> That's yeah, how yeah, we like niggas in niggas in London, I ain't pay for school, bro. Yeah, that's facts. That shit pissed me off, bro. I was like, I was like, yo, I'm willing to bite the bullet to be a more productive member of society. And y'all gonna fuck me over, bro? You know it's crazy. The, in Georgia, Georgia, it's free. Oh yeah, for people over the, the age of sixty-two. Oh no, I thought the Hope Scholarship. If you got like a three-point something. Oh no, no, I mean like the Hope for, Scholarship will pay for your tuition. No, I mean yeah. like for free for free, like old like older people, like in Georgia, if you're over the age of sixty two. What's the point with it? What's the point of you getting about to retire, What's the right. point? I don't know, but for they sixty two I mean, you're never and too they, old. And if they <laughs> want to go to class and get their degree and right. get more degrees at the age of sixty two, they can do that shit. Tough, for man. free. All the way through. That's wild. That's crazy, bro. So they all they gotta do is well, walk. Well shit, in. nigga, I might as well wait it, bro. <laughs> nah, I, <laughs> <laughs> man, I was gonna get it for free. 
But it's also it's like where else where else would we even have the opportunity to have to possibly make a living doing what we like to do to to this degree? Yeah, I think I think the United States is at the like you said the heart of that 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 people making like the whole whatever. the whole rags to riches thing like America was that, built on that whole rags to riches yeah. thing for whatever reason we you can even tell in every in every aspect. Of American culture, rags of riches is like the precedent. It is the standard, hallmark American story. That is the American dream. Pursuit of happiness. All like think about every every Oscar winning movie is some nigga who didn't who didn't necessarily yeah, have it's it a good well, story, bro. and then they became whatever. But then like you look at England, some of their shit they had that fucking realist shit. Where it be, it just be bad. The whole like niggas be suffering the whole, the whole, time, whole time and then die. <laughs> like if they just die at the end, bro. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, English movie, too, English man. movies are fucking. But like, dope. There, oh, you saw the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like okay. But right. there's there's this one British movie. On real story. Yeah. Yep. Niggas just be suffering their whole life. Whole life. Yeah, yeah, there's the this one director. I can't remember his name. This one director. I can't remember his name. Like he like does shit like about uh. To show like real life in like Britain or whatever. And one movie it was like the dude, like the bank had like fucked him over, some shit like that. He was trying to get it corrected, blah, 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 blah. And he like just dies in the bathroom. Oh at my the bank. god. I don't like stuff like that. I was just like, and that's the end of the movie. I was like, because like, that's the realest thing. That's just real. That's reality. I was, bro. I was like, nigga, no justice. That nigga never got his life together. That's reality, bro. <laughs> that nigga dead. This cookout cup you got right here, I got my stomach. Appreciate y'all for coming by, man. Shoot, man. Hey, that's oh, yeah, cool, man. Bro. Hey, uh, shout out all y'all. Uh, y'all social media. Where can people find you? Yeah, you let them know. Let them know where to find you, niggas. At oh yeah, man. Well, you can find me personally at Slave the Supreme, but follow us on our music account, Dope Music TTCD, everywhere: Facebook, Twitter, this, that, and the third. Instagram. Instagram is our most popping, uh, popping social media form. Or you can join us on the website at dopemusiconline.com. Yeah, my personal uh, IG and Twitter is underscore J Trinity, T R I N I T Y. Uh, yeah, and then on the Dream, our project, our most latest project, the Dream Theory, is available on all streaming platforms. Uh, our project before that, Dope is 95, is available on all streaming platforms. Our project before that, Pure, is available on all streaming platforms. So, and then we got some of our the the project before that, Kenson's Finest. That's on. We still got it on SoundCloud. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I mean, like our whole catalog is out there. You can go listen to it, grow with us. You can hire. You know, just everything is just progressing. So it's all out there for you. Big facts. Yeah, Make man, sure y'all go support. If it's any forty-year-old white woman say now, shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all go ahead and support these man. These Absolutely. dudes, Absolutely, fire. And while you're out there searching up dope music, you damn sure right. You, Make sure you search up off the cuff while you're at it. Of course. On Instagram, podcast off the cuff. Oh on Twitter, 
off the cuff NC. Yeah, apparently podcast off the cuff too long for Twitter. Too long for Twitter. Wow. So we off the cuff NC on Twitter. Twitter's trash. On Facebook, you can always search it says OTC Pod after the at symbol. Podcast off the cuff also too long for Facebook. <laughs> What's the handle? What is it on IG? Podcast off the cuff. Podcast right. off the cuff. Man, that's why IG. Uh, you can always hit us up when you feel like you yeah. want to talk to us. Hit us on our Gmail account. Podcast off the cuff at gmail.com. Hey, man, you feel me? You feel me? Be doing uh, uh, letters. People be writing y'all in. We try yeah. to get people. We try to get people to write us in. Oh uh, look, um, dear David Goolsby and Mark. <laughs> uh, I'm having troubles. I have erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having erectile dysfunction, and my wife cut out a dildo and made me stick my Johnson inside of it Whoa. to make love to it. That's OG. Yikes. Bro, imagine that. That'd be terrible. Yikes. That'd be so embarrassing. Like, yeah. Um, Find us on all your DSPs. Your DSPs. Your digital service providers. Find us on your DSPs. We're on iTunes. Oh yeah, big facts. We we on Google Play. Nah, it's streaming platforms. That's their real name. The digital service. I had no idea. Yeah, DSPs. That's crazy. This is funny as fuck. I'm in the school of science and technology, nigga. That's the new Nintendo Game Boy. That's what I thought it was. I was just like, I was like, yo, I was like, what is that, bro? We on iTunes. Yeah. We on Google Play. Spotify. Spotify. Stitcher. Yeah, we're on Stitcher. We're yeah, on Stitcher. Break this episode up, man. It's this shit, four hours. We everywhere. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we, we, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chop it up. Yeah, 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 yeah that shit is super long. See, cause, yeah. cause I know usually I try to break it down. You know what I'm saying? Usually the best hour, hour fifteen, maybe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe keep the the extra chunks as you know some extra you know content for. Yeah. Some slide out, some throwaways. Hey, you know how to bleep shit out? Yeah, but I we usually don't. Bro. Bleep this shit out. Fuck Donald Trump would kill. It's like, no, I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> hey, oh. hey, cut all this shit out. That shit was cut. We just left that off the episode. Hey, what happened there? Nah, we ain't even hear nothing, bro. He was just tripping. That's what But yeah, man, I really enjoyed y'all fellas. Thank y'all for having us. You know what I'm saying? Thank y'all for coming. Jay, you enjoy these niggas, man. Yeah, man. Hey, look, for real. The vibe was dope, man, for real. This is my first time ever doing something like this, so I appreciate y'all. Hey man, no problem. Man, See, always David Goolsby out here doing this thing. Mark, what you do, bro? Out here directing these choirs, man. Getting these little <laughs> niggas straight. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Working for the Lord, my niggas. Oh. It's all it's the movie. Jesus right is my nigga. <laughs> indeed, indeed. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Goolsby, world tour. Where you at uh, next week? You got to announce your shows. Oh, yeah. Tell them where you, you at, gotta bro. got to announce your shows. Everywhere. Well, I have no idea when this podcast is going to be coming out. But you know what I'm saying? I'm fucking out here, you know? Yep. So, True idea. We, don't, we, have no, we have no idea when this one's dropping, but you know. Hey, you know what I'm saying? If you're not following me, motherfucking follow me, because, you know, I'll talk about it. I mean, you know, it should come out. I'm going to be uh, somewhere in Chapel Hill, October 24th, oh. at a certain point in time. Oh! You know what I'm saying? So if y'all want to come out, I believe it's going to be at the pit. He yeah. said he's coming to bring the heat. Oh, I believe it's going to be at the pit. At he Chapel said he's Hill, coming to bring October the heat. 24th. Yeah, the pit. He's coming to shut some Ooh, shit down. October fifth. Is that a barbecue place? What the, the pit. pit? Yeah, that shit. Nah, nah it's a it's an improv place. Okay, all right. Yeah, you so better that shit though in Durham. Nah, oh, nah. this nigga talking about food. He hungry as hell. I'm gonna be in uh uh what else I'm gonna be in? Oh, UCC the Ultimate Comics Challenge. 
I'm gonna be in that at the Idiot Box October 5th. Uh oh. 7:30 p.m. Time Ooh. to start it back up. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you get your tickets. You know, get they're on the Idiot Box website. Ten dollars. You know, vote for your boy. I got the hottest jokes in North Carolina, and Ooh. you better believe it. He said he coming for you. Uh, he coming for your head. Talk your stuff. Bro. Oh, talk to him. Fuck that nigga Day Hodge. Say it again. Oh. oh. Who is Day Hodge? I don't know who that is. Talk, oh, that's my nigga, bro. Talk that shit, bro. Hey, it's, fuck that nigga Day Hodge, man. If yeah, you want smoke, I'm 6'6", six, six, nah, 300 time, pounds, <laughs> I knock your ass out, nigga. But last time... Uh, nigga sound like Debo. Chill, <laughs> bro. God damn. Last time me and this nigga Day Hodge uh, were in a contest going against each other, bro, I had made a picture of him like in some clouds with the angel wings, and I had like his birthday to the day of the, uh, of the contest. I was like, yeah, oh. this, I was like, I'm about to kill this nigga on this day. Oh, like, oh my God. goodness. And I put that shit on Facebook. Fuck that nigga kill I was like, nigga, I hope your mom see that, bro. Oh. <laughs> oh that is I was mom. like, show your mom that shit. You should have sent her some Sneak news. evil, bro. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you should have sent her some news. Nah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good show. That's a pretty no, I'm sure that's high. a pretty stacked show. I'm sure they high. So it's gonna be good, man. I don't yeah, know, man. You know, even though even though he a bitch ass nigga for oh. motherfucking evading this motherfucking podcast. Oh, he running from the podcast. He running from the podcast. Oh, free smokes, free smoke. And my niggas is out here. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's been the podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll try to get my help. <laughs> hey, yo, what's up, y'all? I'm, I'm out here. We out here. You know what I'm saying? We so about to get up out of here, you feel me? That's been the podcast. It's been a... We out here living life. Man, I put my heart, my soul, my mind inside this music. Man, this beat so bad, I gotta beat it up, abuse it. Only why she trippin' that she chose it Choose up on the nigga, yeah, she with it Cause I'm groovy With that Cherokee and I've been rolling for a minute She so bad, it's good and that's a walking contradiction Almost lose my focus when she walkin' and she switchin' I know that's an invite when she tell me that you trippin' And I've been rolling for a second Can you tell me what you want? Can you tell me your intentions? We got way too many miles for me to whip it across the city And my bank account too low to send the Uber out to get you I, And you love to lie when I'm inside and say you love me Never say it back cause if I like you then you lucky Always keep it real so you be wise enough to trust me Ain't to send you home cause you a long way from Kentucky, baby you a long way from Kentucky, baby. 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 Sorry, mama, lately I've been dealing with depression It's been weighing on my chest It was this and it was death I've been giving it my best I see niggas giving less In my heart I'm feeling stressed In my mind I'm feeling pressed Hey, hey, hey Shawty hit me on my line, yeah Hey, hit me on my line Matter of fact, I'm on Elm Street now. Go ahead, slide on through. I'm trying to 
get bad. What you trying to do? You said OM dub. I said okay, bang. I said let me know when you trying to stay. I come right to you, hit you where you lay. Then I slide on smooth. I know what to do. You can tell me if I'm tripping. You can tell me if I'm tripping. Reminiscing on all them summer nights Way before we had left for school and discovered life Before the dream of us getting right it was something slight We would download a stolen beat and I start to write When I was finished I spit it, see if you give advice You nod your head in approval and say I'm getting nice Set the mic up the epic demon and give it life If I felt like it wasn't right I would spit it twice the reminiscing, I got suspicious of younger days At what point did my happiness start to go away? At what point was I led astray from my better place? At what point did I lose my faith for a better day? Was sold a dream that was perfect, I had to buy into it I was told if I'm working, relax and time endure it Then I put my heart, soul and mind into it The hardest part but the road of riches is driving to it, oh Sorry, mama, lady, I've been dealing with depression. It's been weighing on my chest. What's that shit? What's that? I've been giving in my best. I see niggas giving less. In my heart, I'm feeling stressed. In my mind, I'm feeling pressed. I said, Then I put my heart, my soul, my mind is satisfied. And it's be so bad, I gotta beat it up with yours. That's your one and only, oh, I should trip in this shit. Just a pony nigga, yeah, she ready, cause I'm. Put that check in, I've been running.